When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Ready? Oh, yeah, just first of all, like this has been, what, six weeks? It's been like really, really exciting for me just to support, you know, just the excitement about the program, just the end, the national brand of the end. Nebraska is just one of those places. Um, just really exciting and excited to be here, happy about it all. But uh, just really excited to be here, thankful, grateful for the opportunity uh, Coach Wool um, has provided uh, a meeting to come here uh, and join the staff. And just it's been nothing but um, a great experience thus far. I'm looking forward to getting to work when the guys get back here pretty soon. Good morning, coffee and cream in the morning on Hill Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, live from the H&H Chevrolet stage on a cold not for me, Friday morning, as I walked in from my car to the studio, I felt like every body part of mine was going to fall off. Not a cold weather person. DB, however, is. He's sitting in the chair right next to me. DB, good morning. Good morning. It's exciting. I mean, <laughs> that's, that was the, that's the theme for today and yesterday. It's exciting. No accident. It is exciting, Doc. Uh, Maybe not last night for you. Nebraska staff was exciting. No, Westside laid an egg. But that, that's their own fault. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, into that we'll later We'll get on. to that <laughs> mu- much later. That, that is, that's totally on them. Uh, i got to figure out a way that, that, that they want to play basketball that, that's advantageous to their skill set. That's, that's, that's totally on me. Which is what makes coaching fun. But I, I do think the, the, the cool thing about – uh, yesterday is we're, they're kind of rolling them out in pieces, right? Just kind of kind of stretch this thing out with guys that take the podium. One two, one a- two. Apparently, Nebraska staff. A lot of what the prerequisite was upon taking the job was do your homework. They, that and make sure you're on the same page. They are extremely well versed historically, which I. I I mean, they're either setting us up for the okie doke, or it's going to be a good thing. Because setting us up for the okie doke would be, hey, you know what? And we turn understand. Around. Yeah, we understand. I mean, kind of in theory, not the hokey pokey, <laughs> but you know, the, because they 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 are kind of uh, ingratiating, and they're 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 really trying to understand what's happened, mm-hmm. what's been happening, you know. Coach Rule spent time with Coach Osborne. You know, Coach Foley was out in Grand Island. Uh, Coach Barthel talks about the real running back you and starting, you know, going way back down the road. Right. Coach Satterfield, a football junkie, kind of a historian with where we've been. We know about Rayola. So these guys appear to be coming with like this uh, – they got this library. Right. Now, is – and that may be partly because they're going to cast – it's in addition to casting a completely new vision, right? Because there aren't anybody with any ties to the university. And so maybe that's a good thing, right, where 
Sure, we can. Because what I've always said is, it's cool to understand the history. Just don't be held captive by it. Let's let's move the ball forward. And with all these new, fresh sets of eyes, and it appears to be a very tight knit group. It's almost kind of mafia like, right? I mean, they've got their guys. <laughs> Little bit. So, so, and that may be, maybe that's the blend that we were kind of missing. Not not succumbing to what was and incapable of moving forward, but understanding mm-hmm. what once was and then moving the ball forward. Good way forward. to put it. They didn't live it, but they're getting ingrained yeah. into it. Just, just to know. I mean, we heard Coach White. What are you talking about? Well, I'm going to talk to some guys about the black tur- shirt tradition. And I was like, oh, boy. Careful who you talk to because if it was post-06, mm-hmm. you're going to get some different answers. <laughs> if it was if it was pre-04, you're going to get the same answer. So, I – you know, it's just like it's it's cool to understand the history and, and want a certain benchmark and a starting point, but you've got to be able to put your own stamp on it. So maybe that's what they're after. Yeah, alignment was like the key thing that I took away. Zero question from this. Zero and question. It's the best way to describe rules. Staff, everyone is on the same page, no matter what is said. It's all different. Oh, he's the it, leader. But it comes back to one road. Yeah. They they aren't off doing their own things. Everybody knows what everybody's doing, which is why the mafia-like example that you provided was like, hmm. Um, I mean, and everybody I, knows I everybody, right? They, they've all been with each other at some point and in their former lives. they all have each other six. Yeah. I Every got last your six. one of them. That is, that is a great line, young man. I know it's a military term, but it is one of the, it is one of the deals on our – on our cultural roadmap at Westside. Oh, you have quotes behind you like Deion Sanders has I got, all his I got quotes behind six. him in every video? Yeah. If I tell you what, if they're remotely competent, he may be dangerous, though. <laughs> you can get guys to play together. That is true. That's that's very true. Now, we'll talk to Jeff Campbell in just a few minutes. Lincoln East, head coach. He's a part of our high school coaches corner. Is he a teacher? So that's yeah. why we're talking to him about 7 Early. 10 He's got to work. He's got to go to work. To work. Uh, we'll also uh, get reactions from you regarding Kevin Warren leaving the Big Ten for the NFL. And if you liked it, if you disliked it, tell us if you like Kevin Warren. Tell us if you dislike Kevin I'd Warren. I'd like to know why. Sam, Sam had a pretty good piece that he put out yesterday outlining some pros and cons. And I mean, it's interesting. I think the immediate knee-jerk thing is, ah, good riddance. And I'm like, it just seems kind of short-sighted. We talked a lot about that on Morning Dump yesterday. If you missed that episode, you can go back and listen, but also bring your thoughts um, whenever throughout the show, 888-638-4876. You can play trivia against DB at 745, so get, get versed up. Start reading because DB doesn't know the questions, and neither do you. At 8, uh, we'll talk. Well, you gave Kendall all the – the yeah, he had the crowd. He had the crowd help. Yeah. I mean, my man that was batted like the to- a thousand. That was the real MC in me, right? Yeah. Because normally I'd be like, hey, it's just you and me. Like, you don't let the, the people yeah. in the seats tell you what's up. But when I MC hockey hey. games, which I will tonight, uh, are, you gonna, are, are you going to make some noise? Duluth, I will make some noise. Make some let's, noise. let's make some noise. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get to a game so you can actually hear it in the flesh. Yeah. Um, so I'll be out there. Come join us. But I let the crowd help out the contestant. So... In that case, first Benning, uh, breakfast with Benning. That's why I got my coffee got my, and cream. That's why I got my tail kicked. Yeah. Yeah, I got he smacked. He had the advantage. Yeah, I got smacked. He absolutely pretty, had pretty, the advantage. Pretty good. But you know what? We're back. You're back in the seat. You're like the chase, like the, the chaser. Back, the back with a vengeance. No, you're the chaser. 
Yeah, I'm 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 chase. I'm doing the chasing. You're like that big uh, English guy, whoever he was before Ken Jennings and everybody else took over for that show. <laughs> well, what what's his name? The Beast. You're the Beast. <laughs> nice analogy. <laughs> we'll uh, speak with Dave Starman at 8:30. Talk we'll a little talk hockey. Hockey with him, and we'll talk about the upcoming matchup between Duluth and Omaha because he's in town to call that game. It's a nationally televised game. First one for the Mavericks this year. Let's go. And then Mike Sauter, of course, to round out the show like we do every Friday. So we have a a lot in store for you. Uh, But I want to get back to our thoughts here on Evan Cooper and EJ Barthel before we get to Campbell. We'll continue that conversation, too, afterward. But Evan Cooper's a bro. That's like what I gauged. Yeah, yeah, I I, I felt like your text to me was interesting. Kind of outlining the impact he had right. on you. Well, because I, I sat there and I'm like, he's not like captivating me in any sort of like energy type of way, but take it a different direction. And what he did captivate me in was like just his voice, right? You know how you go to bed sometimes and, and you're just listening to like uh, the soothe sounding voice of, of something or someone and that helps you sleep. Like that's Evan Cooper for me. It, it got me into this trance and then I, I couldn't take my eyes off of what he was saying because his delivery was so good. And I texted you and I said, he reminds me of you. Yeah, you he said- reminds me of somebody that is, is not overly loud but comes across as very smart. His delivery is always good and he is somebody that if you... If he, he's a player, right, because he used to play, but he still speaks like a player. So if you heard Casey Thompson at the podium last year, you get a lot of that in a guy like Coop. Hey, was this, was this, uh, was this ominous foreshadowing? He says, DB, I'm, li- I'm listening to Evan Cooper talk right now. Uh, and I say I don't – if he doesn't let – let me, let me skip to the, to the bulk of it. <laughs> he's a dude. Caleb, or any recruit really, will latch on quickly. The way he delivers his message is exactly like a player. Like-mindedness goes a long way with relationships. And we got home and Caleb wasn't in the mood because they had just taken a big fat Right, and I figured nobody and was. I, and I, I'm s- like, and I, said, I said, Lob, truth or dare? Caleb said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I told you he liked Coop. You know, yeah. they, they got into the... Well, and the the, the J.C. Horn was, discussion, and you that know, was a big one too. K- he brings K- up K- NFL. K- things. K- Caleb is a is a is a huge Carolina Panthers guy, and we'll so. continue this conversation in a few moments. But I want to get to coach here, Jeff Campbell he's, on the he's line. He's got to go to work. He has to work, so I want to put him to work now <laughs> and answer some questions with us. Lincoln East head coach Jeff Campbell with us. Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Death taxes and talking to a top ten ranked coach Campbell bunch, man. Did that uh, man? <laughs> You're just consistent as the day is long, man. Yeah, how's the new year going for you? Uh, so far, it's going. It's going all right, Coach. It's interesting, right? You got the big one tomorrow. You got past Carney. Just the two losses, I believe, by a total of five points. <laughs> like when you're looking at kind of the start to this season, is this about what you envision? Uh, we were. Uh, kind of unsure how the beginning of the season would go for us. Um, we looked at our schedule early on, and there were a lot of top teams that, you know, traditionally year in, year out, play really well. So, you know, going into the six games or so before Christmas, um, you know, we're kind of unsure how, how things were going to go. 
Coach, the competition in Lincoln has been fierce yeah. this year. I mean, everybody's good all at once, and, and, which is what you want, right? It, it makes for a strong competition, shows that every school has a group of special players. But speak to your group in particular, though. What makes them so fun to coach? Um, our guys right now are doing a really good job kind of playing for each other and with each other. Uh, they're friends off the court, friends on the court. And so I think with the chemistry that they have, they've been moving the ball pretty well. They've been finding each other. They've been rotating on defense. And, you know, truly I do think that they, they care for each other, and that makes a big difference. You can see that uh, in the way that they play. Coach, I, I always say I kind of like in what you do because I see you in the summer, right? You, you, you coach on on the summer circuit, and one of the really good high school coaches too. So you you have a lot of of information. You see lots of different kids all the time that you ultimately play against. Is that part of? And that's a lot of the guys in Lincoln, right? Is that part of what makes that round robin? so competitive where you know a north star can get a lincoln high lincoln high can you know struggle with a south or or just kind of the familiarity with the talent in the capital city oh definitely no i think that that's part of it um i mean lincoln and lincoln if you're a high school basketball player you know all the other high school basketball players in the city um you work out with them some people train together um and so there's definitely familiarity Coaches move from staff to staff a little bit and, you know, so they bring knowledge of different teams with them. And so, yeah, no, definitely the familiarity, I do think, makes it uh, makes it very competitive. How about for you? I mean, how have you learned to play nice being a AAU coach <laughs> and a high school coach? Well, two, two totally different things. <laughs> uh, the, the, the summer stuff I do for recently has been for – you know, sixth, seventh grade, things like that. So that's a uh, totally different ball game there. <laughs> <laughs> he's coach stays out of the fray. That is so Coach Campbell. Let me talk about two of your guys, uh, and I love them for different reasons. Carter Templemeyer, just because he's so unselfish and getting a chance to watch him all the time, whether it's with you or, or Coach Padilla Dilla in the summer. And then Carter Mick, who m- may be one of my more favorite multi-sport athletes, guys that lay it on the line. And it's a it's a Lincoln East thing. Like you can tell, like those guys are program guys, and it helps when you can coach some of your best players really hard like that. Yeah, no, both those guys. It's it's been fun watching them kind of develop and evolve uh, from year to year. Um, last year, Carter Meyer probably was a little bit more of just a spot up shooter, and we had some quick guards who could get some paint and kick out to him and. This year, he's really evolved into being very efficient as a scorer, uh, not wasting dribbles, not wasting movements, um, being able to get to the paint and be a, be really strong around the rim. And so, yeah, he's, he's definitely worked hard in the offseason to develop his skills, and he's, he's done a nice job with that. Um, Carter Mick is ever-evolving. Uh, he's, yeah. Last year, would maybe get in for about five to ten minutes a game. Uh, and this year he's logging some big, big minutes. And, you know, even from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, you know, we're seeing an improvement in his skill level where he's not just a shooter. He's coming a slasher, um, finishing with both hands, and, and really doing a nice job. 
You spoke individually about those two, Coach, but how do they complement each other on the floor? And even maybe how do they complement the rest of the team out there? Oh, I think that all the guys that we have on the floor, I think, are doing a good job of figuring out who's hot at certain times throughout the game. And they get the ball to that person. Mm. Uh, last night, uh, Connor Hamilton had a great game. And we kept finding him. He was opportunistic. You know, the other four guys on the floor knew that, you know, he was, he was hitting shots. And so the ball just kind of finds and moves that guy to that guy all the time. And so that's just kind of a credit to kind of our kids as, as players and as teammates. Coach, you, you kind of, you kind of loosely referenced the high school players and linking, knowing one another and training with one another. Uh, it's no coincidence with the facilities that have popped up in Lincoln over the past four or five years. You've got some tremendous trainers uh, where they really work skill sets uh, out of season in Lincoln. Uh, no surprise that the level of play has risen with more opportunities to just stay in gyms? Uh, I think, I mean, as, as Lincoln grows and as youth sports and these facilities continue to pop up, it just gives kids more opportunities to uh, to develop, um, and I think that we're we're seeing some of that right now. That's going to be helping. Uh, I really think that the the senior class around Lincoln this year is just really good. If you go up and down the rosters of most of the teams, you know the seniors are are people who are carrying heavy loads, uh, and it just tributes to that particular class as well. Coach, your schedule doesn't get any easier. I mean, mm. Four out of the next five games are against ranked opponents. You have Miller North first. What's your approach for a stretch like this? Well, we were just talking yesterday in practice. I think we have seven games in the next 17 days. And five of them are going to be, or six of them are going to be against teams that right now have winning records. Um, it's just about trying to find ways to, keep, to stay fresh and keep our kids engage, you know, make every game as important as the game before, no matter who the opponent is, and not look too far ahead and just kind of focus on the now and, and who's, who's the next team up. Coach, it's interesting. You know, I'm, I'm, at, a, I'm at a high school right now, and there's, there's two or three that are in this situation, played last night, then won't play again for almost another full week. You guys are going to cram seven and 17. I think three of those are Lincoln schools. You got Miller North. I think you're on the road at Grand Island. Uh, you, and I'm not sure if South, Elkhorn South is at home or not. I think it's at their place. But do you like the way that the schedule breaks down post the moratorium, the hack tournament? It, is it, does it kind of fit what you want to do from a coaching standpoint? Uh, this year is very a lot of variety in our schedule, I suppose. Um, I mean, we don't have traditional weeks where you play Friday, Saturday like it used to be. A lot more during the week games on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I'm not sure my opinion on that yet. <laughs> I mean, we're going to have to through it uh, and kind of see what, uh, what happens. But it definitely makes you have to adjust as far as practice plan, how we can save the kids' legs, um, you know, different things like that. But if you ask the kids, I'm sure they love it because – when kids want to play more games and practice less, so they're, they're all about it. Speaking with Jeff Campbell, Lincoln East High School boys basketball head coach. Coach, uh, last one from me, and then I'll let DB fire one away, but uh, we're just about halfway through the season, right? From the start of the year until now, if you could attribute one trait to this group 
that's been leading to the overall success of the team, what would it be? Uh, I think for the most part, the trait would be that they're, they're staying engaged. Uh, they're trying, you know, get, uh, practice in, practice out, game in, game out, to bring energy. And as long as we can continue that, I think that keeps us competitive and keeps us giving opportunity to be successful. Coach, hey, let me get you out of here on this one. Tomorrow you got a big one we've referenced it against Miller North. Uh, you know, Mosser can shoot it. Eli's off the dribble. Rollins really emerging. When you look at kind of what they bring to the table, I know you guys always like playing against the Metro, I think, and, and you'll embrace that challenge. What what do you see in the scouting report that makes this one interesting? Oh, I think that I mean, they have a lot of guys who do a lot of good things. Um, it's it's going to be a tough test. Uh, we definitely <laughs> – are going on the road for most of our for the games that uh, against uh, the top level teams in, around the state this year. So going into Miller North, I mean we're just going to definitely be focused in possession by possession, firing possessions. You know, see if we can see if we can pull that one off. Coach, good luck the rest of the way. Thanks for joining us on the show. And uh, now get back to work, Coach Classac. Yeah, you know, I thank the world of you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thanks, Thanks Coach. That's Jeff Campbell, Lincoln East High School. Boys basketball head coach, and uh, boy, have they been phenomenal this year. Uh, how competitive is that city? <laughs> I mean, normally you look at Omaha and you're like, wow, uh, how competitive is that city? Now you're looking at Lincoln you're like, uh, well, yeah. um, there, there's uh, some, some level-headedness now between the two. They're both kind of up there. How smart does Kevin Suits look? Reserving judgment, not going all knee-jerk yeah, after great, the hack tournament. Great bring back. He said – let me see how these next two weeks go. There's going to be a lot of Lincoln on Lincoln basketball being played. You would have to think, too, that some of those matchups have been circled on these boys' calendar for a while. Uh, and it would be hard for me as a coach to kind of like take that idea out of their head because you don't want to just skip over Millard North. You don't want to skip over Grand Island if you're Lincoln East yeah. just to get to Southwest, Southeast, whoever it is. But – you know for a fact that these kids are like, uh, these, are, these are the games we want most. Yeah, most. and I, I like, I kind of like their busy schedule. There are a couple of these high schools. I, I think Gretna plays Bellevue West next week. That's their next game. Westside doesn't play for a week. There's probably three or four schools that are going to have four or five days off. And I'm thinking, let's play. Now I'm going to embrace it, right? I don't have mm -hmm. a game to go to, which means I'll probably watch, watch. I'll watch Wahoo and Platteview tonight for sure but a good one weekend heal up i may not leave the house you wonder if time too is good for this west side team like just a, a little bit of a break yeah i don't know you know i think uh well there i got lots of thoughts on those guys just well, being close to this being close to the situation but i think for them it's a group there's three things number one they're still kind of growing learning to play together i think number two uh, they got to command maximum effort all the time. It's 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 not a team that's always going to come out and shoot the basketball well. So they have to do the little things, um, and I think they have to get a little more defensive minded. Right, their offense has struggled. So you're like, well, DB, it's not like they're giving up a ton of points. But if you're in a grimy game where you're not getting buckets, that mentality has to kind of take over. And then the other thing is, I think offensively, they they maybe have to change the way that they play a little bit because it's so. Dribble, it's 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 drive kick, and it's they don't 
shooting has not been their mm-hmm. thing right now. So I think you know, they got to figure where they're standing on the floor. It seems like that's what they a want lot of to spacing. Do. And and I get his concepts too, right? It's it's made to create for you know a guy to to mm-hmm. to get downhill to 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 be able to maybe do something. Make some a things. back cut, get to the rim. But but maybe kind of make it more of a guards right. game for them. Hey, our poll question of the day, with Warren headed back to the NFL, who out of these candidates would make for a good replacement? Jim Phillips, the ACC commissioner, Gene Smith, Ohio State's AD, Kerry Kenny, Big Ten executive, or none of the above. But you got to comment below. You can't just pick none of the above and then not tell me who you think should be the next (laughs) commissioner of the Big Ten. Get into that more next, and we'll also talk more Barthel and Coop.